What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. And you know what? Yeah, I'm still recording in a closet. Only because the sound so much nicer in here than it is in the big room. In the big room, it's, like, super echoey. It's kind of bad. I don't know if anybody's seen the YouTube videos that I put up a little while back. But, like, it just... It wasn't It wasn't a vibe. It wasn't a thing that I wanted to deal with. And <laughs> it's, like, a thousand percent honesty. Like, just the echo and everything really, really sucks. And when you're trying to figure out new equipment... Like, I've been playing with this mic. Like, I think I kind of got a couple of settings dialed in. But again, nothing crazy, nothing extreme. And tonight, I'm going to be talking about something just like that. Nothing crazy, nothing extreme, some chill stories. And I actually did decide today, we're going to read an article. And this one's going to be from GreenMarketReport.com. And they're going to be telling us all about... Seven marijuana growing tips every grower needs to know. Editor's note, this is a guest post. Okay, so... What it boils down to, guys, is when it comes to growing your own weed, at least in my personal experience, I'm going to say this all before actually, like, reading the article out loud and getting it started, like, I'm just, I'm just going to be straight up, like, if you're growing for the first time, it's not the easiest thing in the world. It's not the hardest thing in the world by any means. There's a lot of things that are far more difficult than growing weed. But, like, if you're going to be using it for your own personal use and shit, you want to make sure that it's at least, like... Decent, I guess, would be the word that I would want to use. You want to make sure it's not going to be, like, absolute fucking garbage weed. Like, I've, I've seen some people that grow weed and they get these, like, outdoor grows going, like, in their backyard. And it's in, like, a metal pot with soil that's been sitting outside since, you know, 1945 when Grandma first planted in her garden. And they still get plants and they still get pretty decent buds and they still get stuff that's, like smokable, but not really, like, on a tasty level. By the way, speaking of smoking tonight, I don't remember if I actually said what we're smoking, but it's still gonna be that stizzy. I'm stuck on it, man. Like, I might make this just, like, I might have to buy one of these just to keep over here in the recording area, because I've noticed as I carry it around with me throughout my day, like, I'll be in public, and it's one of those things that, like, when I'm out in public with it, like, I'm not scared to hit it. Again, it comes down to regulating shit. If you want to hear more about that, go check out a couple of other episodes on the podcast. Because knowing your limitations is going to be one of the few things that can straight up, like, keep you from, like, hating your experience. Because learning what you like, what you want to do, and how you're going to enjoy it is one of the top things about being a stoner. Because there's so many different ways just so many different ways that you can go about enjoying it. There's, oh, I can smoke it. Oh, I can, like, you know, I can roll a joint. I can pack a bowl. I can have a blunt. I can I can do all these other things. But today, we're going to talk about growing it. So anyways, guys, I'm going to crank the music up, step out for a sec, grab a drink, but I will be right back because Cottonmouth is a bitch.
Okay, guys, so I'm back. Keeping the music a little bit lower today than I normally do, just because, like... I don't know, I got a comment from one other person that's seen it, and they messaged me, a family member, and it was like, Hey, you might want to turn the music down and keep your voice up. And I'm just like, yeah, alright. Okay, cool, I'll get right on that for you. Like, yeah, you have, you have fun. Have fun. I was really high when they called me and said that, because I was like, oh, shit. I don't want to answer the phone, I'm too baked. Like, I don't know if anybody else has ever been there. We'll segue away from the growing weed thing for a minute. Now, let's talk about, like, scary places that you've been when you've been high for a second here, because the number one, like, scariest moment that I think I ever had as a stoner has got to be the one about me getting caught by my parents. We snuck out one night, the plan was to go to the convenience store, smoke a joint on the way there, listen to some music on my homeboy's phone, because he was the only one of the two of us that had a cell phone. He had an iPhone, I think it was the three or the four. It was one of those two. But, like, he somehow butt-dials my parents. My parents come manhunting for us because they could hear us talking all this good shit about the weed we were smoking. And there was no hiding it. I tried to bullshit my mom. I had a jacket with, like, a secret pocket on the inside that I kept a lighter in, like, at all times. And what really fucked me over was the lighter that I had in my pocket even said 420 on it. So, like, my mom was like, oh. But you're not smoking me, but you're carrying around a lighter that says 420. Yeah, you know what? I'm sorry. <laughs> but there's been a couple other times that, like, I've gotten completely freaked out being stoned. And that's always when you're, like, really high, enjoying your day. And the number one thing that always gets me is whenever I get called into work. Like, I will literally wake up on my days off at, like, 8.30, 9 o'clock in the morning... Smoke a bowl, go get something for breakfast, like a McDonald's breakfast sandwich. Ooh, the McRiddles. Those things, man, like, it, it, it's basically slapping you with a brick in your stomach. But you know what? Like, there, there's just nothing, there's nothing that, like, gives you, like, that satisfaction. Like, going to a McDonald's super early in the morning, like, I don't know if you guys have ever been there, but it's, like, one of the best fucking feelings in the world. Another really cool thing to do, like, really early in the morning is go to a gas station when there's, like, people getting coffee and getting donuts and snacks and shit. And don't even, don't even rush. Just go in and, like, walk around for a bit and just look at things and look at the people. Like, people watching is what me and my sister used to call it. And we would go to the mall and literally just go chill in the food court, get some McDonald's, and just watch the people going by. And there would always be, like, one or two scenarios where we'd be looking at them laughing our asses off, and we'd just start narrating their conversations they're having. Like, I remember we went on a five or ten minute, like, role-playing thing with this couple that was sitting on, like, the opposite side of the food court from us. And we basically made it seem like they were having, like, a breakup session in the middle of the food court. And that shit was funny as hell. Like, it was like, if you've ever seen Jabooty Dubs on YouTube, J-A-B-O-O-D-Y, I believe that's how you spell it, Dubs, D-U-B-S. Go check it out. That shit's funny as fuck. They go over some old school 90s commercials and it's just like totally cool, totally hilarious to watch. Either way, hitting this dizzy. We're chilling tonight for a drink. I'm not drinking soda because it is like 3.45 in the morning and I need to go to sleep soon. I'm drinking water. Stay hydrated. But, like, another time that I got really, really, like, absolutely terrified when I got stoned has got to be I was baked off my ass, like, absolutely fucking gone one day at my apartment when I was living by myself. And my mom and dad just decided to show up because they were in the area. So I'm sitting there playing. I think at the time it was, like, Skyrim that I was playing. 
It was either Skyrim or League of Legends because I remember this was after my dad had given me his old gaming PC. Which, you know, it wasn't like the most powerful machine on the planet sponsored by whoever the fuck. But it was like, it was a really nice gaming PC. My dad had built it himself specifically to play like StarCraft 2, I believe, was the game. He was building it, like working up to getting the game. And my God, like that man, when he played games... Like, for example, when my, when, my, when my dad would play Skyrim, he would collect, and Fallout too, the same thing for both games, he would get every suit of armor in the game. He wanted one of everything. He would pick up all this random shit and carry it back to his house just so he could have, like, extra plates and, like, extra bowls and fruit and, like, all this shit. And, yeah, he would sit there with the telekinesis thing and, like, position everything where he wanted it in the house. It was, it was fucking crazy. But, like... Talking about RPG games and my parents, my mom was a gamer too, and she had this orc in The Elder Scrolls Oblivion, I believe it was. She had an orc that you could not, you couldn't kill her. And then in Skyrim, forget about it, dude. Like, it, I'll have to get her on an interview on here one of these days. Yeah, I'll interview my mom. You bet your ass I will. But, like, it's just. It's crazy to think, too. And when we got Skyrim, her rule was she got to beat it before we even got to play it. And now I'm segueing away from the whole point, but there's been a few times when I've gotten freaked out when I've been stoned. The number one has to be getting caught by my parents. Number two has to be almost getting, like, mugged walking home from my work one night. Like, when I used to work at the restaurant, right? Again, back in the day, we used to smoke way too much weed when we'd be at work and drink and shit. So I'm leaving work one night feeling pretty fucking good. I had just, like, been hitting my pen and we had just finished a joint that we had rolled and... You know, we were just kind of hanging out, chilling, talking for a bit. Killed a couple of beers. And we're like, all right, cool. Like, it's, it's time to go. Like, it's the end of the night. And I start walking home. And everyone's like, do you want to ride? Do you want to ride? I'm like, no, no, it's cool. It's cool. It was a beautiful summer night in the valley. Like, I lit a cigarette when I'm walking down the street. Have my headphones on. The same ones I'm actually recording with right now. Because, God, I love these JBL headphones, dude. They're just fucking beautiful. <sighs> I would really like to get, like, the new pair that came out this year. Unfortunately, they're, like, expensive as fucking shit. And I'm, I'm swearing a lot because I'm pretty stoned right now, and I apologize for that. But anyways, like, I'm walking home, right? And I look over, and there's, like, this frontage row of stores to my left. And I'm on the right, like, walking down the middle of the parking lot because that's where all the street lights were. Like, I'm sure anybody looking out a window at me at that point, if there was anybody in the businesses, would have thought I was creepy as fuck. Some kid in a chef's jacket walking home one night, like, whatever. You know, I had to get home somehow, so my, my motivation was to use my Chevrolet legs. And, like, I literally look over and there's this dude with a hoodie on, like, walking, like, hands in the pockets, hood up, about, like, maybe 15 feet behind me, like a diagonal. And, like, I got to the point that I just got underneath this one, like, light in the middle of the parking lot. And answered my, pretended to answer my phone. And I was talking to, I don't even remember who it was. It was, it was one of my friend's names that I said. And I was like, yeah, man, like, yeah, I'm at the parking lot behind the bike shop. Like, you're going to be here when? Oh, like five, five minutes. Uh, all right, dude. All right, cool. Like, whatever. And like, I pretended to be having a full on conversation with my buddy about what we we're going to do that night. The dude with the hoodie literally turns around, like completely, like, about step dude stops spins on a fucking dime and walks the opposite direction away i kid you not like 
it literally was like the weirdest, one of the like sketchiest situations I've ever been in. And then the only other time I've had something similar to this happen was when I was walking down El Paseo. And I know people are going to give me shit for this one. I have nothing against people that are gay. I myself am bisexual. My younger brother is gay. Like, my uncle is gay. Like, I have nothing against gay people. Not at all. Matter of fact, that would kind of make me hypocritical. But there's some that I will say, take it a little bit too far. And I bet you money this guy was, like, drunk. But he comes up to me. Mind you, I used to have, like, really long, like, that Viking haircut, like, short on the sides, long on the top and back. Used to put it back in wind braids and shit all the time. Like, I thought it looked cool. And it was also bright fucking blue. And, like, this dude comes up to me when I'm walking home one night. And I was dressed kind of decent because we had had a black tie dinner at the restaurant that night. So underneath my chef's jacket, I was wearing, like, a dress shirt and, like, good slacks and, like, all that. This dude comes up to me, and I shit you not. <laughs> I shit... Uh, sorry, I peeked the mic a little bit there. But I shit you not. Like, he just looks at me and goes, Hey, I will pay you money if I can suck your dick. And I'm like, dude, what? And for a second, in my head, I was like, this is a prime opportunity to make some cash. But then I was like, I'm not letting some random dude on the street at, like, 11 o'clock at night come within 10 feet of me. And, like, I started to get freaked out because he kept getting closer. And, like, I noticed there was a car, like, slowly pulling up behind him where I was walking. So I was like, yeah, I'm out. And, like, I just dipped. I dipped. And the dude started running behind me. And, like, mind you, I was, like, not crossfaded, but I was super duper stoned. Because we had just smoked at work before I left this night, too. Pretty much every night before we left, we smoked. I I smoked during work. But, like... The dude chasing me somehow put me into, like, fight-or-flight response. I need to run mode. Like, I need to go. This is not okay. I shouldn't be here. And I just absolutely bombed it out of there, dude. Like, I was fucking gone. And then the only other time I had something some like, well, I mean, there's been, like, this is the third time that I've had something like this happen because, I keep like, they keep popping into my head as I'm thinking about it. Has got to be... I'm walking home from work one night. This was when I worked at a, th- at a thrift shop out here. And, like, I wasn't stoned because I couldn't really smoke too much at this job. Like, I couldn't be high at work. But I had my, like, I think I had, like, a little bit of a joint left in my cigarette pack. And as I'm leaving, and I light it, and I take a couple of drags off of it, and I cut down the back alleyway going home. Because I literally live, like, a five-minute walk from where I used to work. You know, I'm, I'm I'm leaving. I'm going home. This dude in this fucking, like, lowered-ass truck pulls up next to me. He's like, hey, get in. I'll give you a ride. And I'm like, ha no thanks. And he goes, I said get in. Like, I'm not asking you. Like, I'm telling you, get in the fucking truck. And I was like, uh, no. And he bent down like he was reaching for something. And I fucking booked it. Like, I was, like... I think I went, like, over a fence into some random backyard and, like, hid there for a solid five or ten minutes. And, like, I called 911 and told him that there was a dude in a lowered truck driving around trying to, like, get me to get into his car. And that, like, he might have had a gun because, like, he reached for something and I freaked out and ran. And they were like, okay, well, you know, good job getting away. But, like, did you get plates? Did you get this? I'm like, no. No, I didn't get any plates or any, like, description. I'm like, probably he, I don't know how tall he was. He was sitting down in a fucking truck, like. You never know. But I was like, he's a more heavy set guy, you know. 
looked white from what I saw, and I was like, he just kind of freaked me out. And they're like, what color is the truck? I'm like, black, dark blue. It's fucking like nighttime, my guy. And they're like, okay, well, uh, did you see any weapons? I'm like, uh, no, I ran like hell. And they're like, well, if you could just give us a better description, it would help us out more. And I was like, look, that's all you're getting from me, man. Like, I booked it. I was gone. Fuck that shit. And they just kind of hung up on me. I don't know to this day if they ever caught the guy or if that guy did anything like shysty like that to another person. But it was super sketch. And there's just a few times where I've gotten the absolute shit scared out of me while smoking weed. So I'm going to crank this music up for a sec, take a couple more hits, and then we'll get into this article, finish things up. It's going to be a nice, quick, easy episode tonight. Okay, guys, I'm back. Let's jump into it. I didn't mean to make the music that quiet. Dang. I'm still getting used to using actual recording equipment. It's It's been a while. So please, like, forgive me. So anyway, l- l- yeah, let's just get into this article. I'm pretty stoned. I'm going to be going to bed as soon as I'm done recording this. So hopefully this doesn't take, like, an insane amount of time. But knowing me and knowing how I go off on my rants and shit, I hope you enjoy this. Because I just accidentally... I don't know if you guys heard me. Because I did, like, walk out of the room for a sec right now. But, like, I was just coughing like a motherfucker. Because I've seen people take, like, blinker hits and shit off of stizzies. And I don't know why you would rush something. Because these things do, like... I've literally had this for maybe, like, three or four days. And I have not... I have not seemed to, like, made any kind of, like indent in like the cart itself like I, I it still like basically looks like brand new full like i just pulled it out of the box i'm sure if i like flipped it upside down or something like i'd be able to tell but i don't want to fuck with the air bubbles that much kind of like i just did when i just peaked the mic right now but you know we're getting used to that the pop filter is coming from amazon in a few days <laughs> everything will be all right after i get one of those installed but anyways Here we go. Editor's note, this is a guest post. Seven marijuana growing tips every grower needs to know. Alright. In case you didn't know, CBD is now legal in 33 states and medical marijuana in the remaining 17. Alright, that means you can grow your own marijuana and make a living out of it. However, making a killing off the trade isn't as easy as throwing marijuana seeds on the ground and harvesting liters of CBD oil. That is facts, my guy. Like, I have had, I have found seeds in, like, previous grows and stuff that friends have tried to grow, and, like, they try to, there there was a rumor that was going around a while back, I still don't know to this day, somebody let me know if this shit is true, because a buddy of mine told me that if you take, like, a, if you take a male plant, and you put a black trash bag over it for, like, six days or something like that, basically, like, reset the plant back into its vegetative state, If you leave it like that for an extended period of time, you can actually turn the genetics and make the plant female. Like, now I don't know if that's true. I've heard, I've also read that like all marijuana plants are hermaphrodites in one way or another. 
Like some of them always contain at least a little bit of features of both genders. And the way that you determine which gender it dominantly is, is like the buds or something like that. Don't quote me on that. I, I would definitely Google that for yourself because I don't want to give you like incorrect information. So please do me a favor. Fact check my ass because I'm here again. It's now 3.50 in the morning. I'm feeling pretty good about myself. I'm chilling, smoking the stizzy, drinking my water, staying hydrated. So tip number one is great genetics are everything. You don't have to be a master marijuana grower to know that your marijuana is only as good as its genetics. The first step to growing some good weed is finding an excellent strain. There are plenty to choose from. So the question is, where do I find quality marijuana strains? That That is a good question. Like Finding the best weed strains is simple as searching for them on the internet. You'll find plenty of seed sellers online who can get you high quality strains. You can use the strain finder from Canna Connection to get a great strain. Alright. Well, alright, that music has words in it. Let's turn that down a little bit. Jeez. But anyways, you can use the strain finder from Canna Connection Doug, to get a great strain. Alright, if you find a great strain, remember to take proper care of it for the best results. So yeah, genetics are always good. If you want big buds, you want to use like parents or pollinators that also carry that genetic. Like big but bigger but it's a lot like okay, okay. Who remembers Mendel's peas? When they talk about like evolution in middle school, elementary school, that like the genes that are passed down are either dominant or what's the word? Dominant or suppressive genes? Recessive, recessive genes, that's what it is. For example, like, if you have two parents, and both parents have brown eyes, but one of their kids ends up with blue eyes, that means both of those parents carried the recessive gene for blue eyes. And even then, there's like a square that you can draw, where you plug in, like, the genetic codes, and you can figure out, like, with their offspring, like, one in every four will have, like, you'll have, oh, two with brown eyes, two with brown eyes, another one with brown eyes, another one with hazel eyes. One with blue eyes and another one with blue eyes because, it, like, that's just how the genetics fall down the rack. Like, there's just, there's all this randomness that comes to it. For example, like, I basically look like a female version of my mom. Whereas my brother, who is my com only completely biological brother, the rest of my brothers are either half-brothers and sisters or stepsisters or adopted. That's, that's not a joke, by the way. Literally adopted. But, like... I look like a female version of my mom. My mom and I have had this conversation, this debate, time and time again. Like, it's crazy. Because my brother, my 100% exact same genetic material makeup brother, has more curly hair than I do. I still have curly hair, but his is more, like, afro than mine is. He's got a bit different of a face shape. He's got more of a hard face, like a rough face shape. He looks almost exactly like my grandfather on my mom's side. Me, I look almost exactly like my mom if she was a guy. Like, it's crazy because I even t showed my mom the female filter on Snapchat. And my mom goes, oh, my God, that's what I look like at 25. And I'm like, no, no. I think her eyes are just a little bit different than mine because mine have this, like, gold ring in the middle. I don't know how to explain it. My grandmother had the same eyes as I do. Like, it's just it's. Again, recessive and dominant traits like it's it's, it's just it is what it is. And tip number two for the article is always grow inside. If you want the best weed, then always grow your weed inside and not outside. Not saying your weed won't grow outside, but it's highly unlikely you'll get the results you want. 
Inside grows give indoor grows give you more control of the climate and the entire grow process. Inside is more hygienic. Okay, yeah, basically like I mean that makes that makes perfect sense. Like you can keep the area clean, you can keep it free of bugs, you can add in or subtract like nutrients, materials, soil, like you can pick every single little bit of what you want to go into your wheat. Like so you'll know if you're putting quality in, you're gonna get quality out. Like that's just it at the end of the day. Like you wanna be getting out what you're putting in. Just like when you're with the circle. If you're not getting the love out of the circle that you're putting into it, then you need to find a new fucking circle. It's just facts. Like it's just like you can control it better. Besides, wouldn't you <clears throat> excuse me. Sip of water. Cotton mouth. Oh, I hope you could hear that on the mic. But anyways, like, it's just, it's, there's something about growing indoors that is also, I feel like, safer for your plants. I don't know how to describe this because, like, I've had a few friends tell me that they've grown outdoors and, like, aphids have gotten to it or bugs have gotten to it. Or I had one friend and she refused to harvest her plant by herself ever again because I guess she, like, went outside one day to, har to like, start her harvest when her plant was getting a little bit bigger. And she found a big-ass black widow spider chilling in the plant that had made, like, a, a web and, like, had eggs on it and all that shit. And I was like, you didn't see it before? She's like, no, what do I do? How do I deal with it? I was like, grab the tiny shovel, pull the black widow out, or smack it onto the soil on top and then throw it in the trash. Like, you know, and as far as the eggs are concerned, go grab yourself a can of Axe and a fucking torch liner. And show those motherfuckers why humans are the superior beings on the planet. Side note, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before, but I have severe arachnophobia. And mind you, one of the, another time that I got scared smoking weed has got to be, I decided to fall asleep with one of my buddies. And I woke up, and this motherfucker has turned on the movie Arachnophobia, which if you haven't seen that movie, is basically giant fucking spiders. And then there's eight-legged freaks as well. And just, I couldn't, I couldn't. Like, he woke me up, and the first thing I saw was a fucking tarantula's face on the screen. I screamed like a bitch, ran, grabbed my backpack, grabbed my skateboard, told him to go fuck himself, and went home and went to bed. I didn't even realize what time of night it was, because it was literally 1.30 a.m. Like, I had fallen asleep, like, maybe 20 or 30 minutes prior, and I knew, I knew my friend, prior, and I knew my friends were just trying to fuck with me. And it just sucked. I was so upset because I hate spiders. But anyways, number three for the article, have proper lighting. Yeah, to have your lighting going invest in high quality lights, ballasts, reflectors, and hoods. Always remember to change the bulbs at least twice a year. Only settle for high quality bulbs. Secondary bulbs are just as, just as good as an ordinary light bulb. Okay. Have proper lighting. Have proper lighting. Light them up. They need, plants need light to survive. This is just facts. Like, I don't even really need to go in and explain this. Hoods and reflectors are those fixtures that you see people put over lights to get them to, like, direct the light more, like, towards the plant. Like, it, it, it's the difference between just having a light standing on, like, your shelf next to your weed and having, like, a light overhead. Like, a ceiling fan for regular human beings. Like, it's it's like a ceiling fan for your weed. Actually, if somebody invented a tiny mini ceiling fan to put over your weed while you're growing. That would be awesome. Because I know for a fact that you still have to, like, you still have to, like, have a fan in there to move the plant, kind of stimulate it a little bit. Give it that breezy outdoors effect. You know, once they get big enough to, like, sway in the breeze, like, I guess it's good for them. 
Don't know how true that is. Don't quote me on that. Number four, have strict bedtimes. Most cannabis strains have a short growing cycle of about eight weeks. As such, you'll need to have them reach their full potential in just two months. One way of doing so is having a consistent day and night times. It's best if they have about 12 hours of darkness and 12 hours of light each day. Maintain this cycle for the entire two months and you'll grow some healthy cannabis. If you use smart lights, you can set them to turn off after 12 hours automatically and turn on again after another 12 hours. That is a genius fucking idea and I really wish that the light in my bathroom, the one that like I have right in here, was a smart light. So that I can just look over at Alexa and be like, Alexa, turn off my bathroom light and she'll turn off the light. That would be so, like, absolutely amazing. But again, probably not ever going to happen. And number five, take it phase by phase. Each phase of, of the marijuana growing cycle has different requirements. In the first growth stage, the plant requires a lot of nitrogen to grow and bloom. During the last stage of the plant's life cycle, it requires virtually no nitrogen. Okay. But if you give it a lot of nitrogen during the last growing stages, it may end up with a nasty metallic taste. Okay, so, yeah, nitrogen is super important for uh, marijuana plants. I remember one of my buddies told me that if you put, like, your coffee grounds in with, like, used coffee grounds, like, already, like, made a cup of coffee and you just have them sitting there in the filter still, if you take that and you take those coffee grounds once the plant starts to, like, sprout up a bit and you kind of, like, mesh the coffee grounds into the soil or, like, sprinkle them on top of it and then water and then sprinkle some more and water, you add coffee grounds to it every time you water it, there's like a high level of nitrogen in coffee grounds. Something like that. Don't, don't, again, super stoned, super late at night, early morning. I'm going to try to keep this episode going until 420. It's 402. So if anything, I'll tell a few more stories when I'm done with the article. Like, we'll have some fun tonight. But anyways, guys, like, yeah, yeah, like adding coffee grounds to your weed soil, along with other things, like you can find a whole list of stuff to add to give it better nitrogen because that nitrogen content is fucking mint. When you're talking about growing weed, like you gotta have it. There's there's no real like, oh I don't know how to grow. I don't know if I should buy this or use that. No, it's a, you can literally pull up a step step by step guide on how to grow weed on fucking Google. Like, super simple process. Not not super simple, but like just takes like the time, the patience, and the effort to be willing to do such a thing. Because think, if you're growing your own and you don't have to go spend money on cannabis as much. You're definitely going to be having a better time than if you're sitting there trying like every two or three weeks or even in some people's cases every two or three days to get over to the dispensary, buy the weed, come home, light it up, smoke it, rinse and repeat. If you have your own and you've got like a half pound in a Ziploc bag up in your closet with some humidity packs in there, gotta have those, gotta keep that shit fresh. But like, or you could use orange peels and just rotate it every few hours. Like, pull it out once it feels moist. Add another one when it starts to dry up. Like, keep your keep your shit fresh, basically, is what I'm saying. Like, there's just so many different, like, reasons to grow your own weed. And for me, it's like, with how I smoke on a daily, like, regular basis, like... I don't like to get, like, fucked up high anymore. Like, that kind of left me in my, like, teenage years... Where I'd meet up with everybody and be like, yo, let's fucking smoke. And I'd grab a bong and all you'd hear for the next hour was just. Not that sound. I tried to make a bong like a bubbling water sound with the fucking water bottle. <laughs> I can't, I'm not very good at sound effects. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to hit the stizzy instead. Because now I feel like an absolute fucking idiot. But I hope you guys laugh because that was pretty funny to me.
totally would have been funnier if you guys could have seen it, though. Like, seriously. Maybe I should start doing a video podcast, but I don't know how interested you'd be in seeing my my bathroom behind me. Like, I could always put up a backdrop, I guess, but that, that requires effort. And just doing it like this is just so much, like... I don't know if you guys can hear, like, the actual acoustics of this room. But let me see. Like, if I bring the mic over here and just start talking over here like this... It actually has, like, really, really, really... Pretty good, pretty good reverb. And you know what? Fun fact. Did you know? Well, my mom told me this, so I'd have to ask her again to double check. But apparently, Weird Al Yankovic's first album he ever recorded was recorded in a public restroom. Yeah, I had no fucking idea either. Welcome to the club, buddy. But let's go into the next section of the article before I get too carried away with story times and bathrooms. Be careful with what you feed your plants. Nutrient companies will hurl empty promises at your face. And you're likely going to take the bait. You know, that's just facts. Like, companies, I'm not even going to bullshit you. Companies will lie their asses off to you just to get you to buy their product. Because it's something that they got to sell now. It's something that they've, like, invested in. And it's like, if they don't make their profit and make their money back, people go bankrupt. People lose jobs. Bad things happen. But at the same time, I was watching the interview with... The CEO of Raw Papers, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, Josh something. Well, I'll just call him Josh. I hope you don't get mad if you hear this, Josh. But, like, he talked about the ladder of invention where it starts with a mousetrap. You know, one person builds a mousetrap, he catches a mouse, it's a good mousetrap, it's super dependable. And then, like, somebody else makes a better mousetrap, one that can maybe catch two mice. Or one that you can catch a mouse, dump the mouse out, and, like, reload it, essentially, like, reuse it. And, like, there's there's just this, this ladder where the traps just keep getting better and better as it increases. And it doesn't cause, like, a humongous increase in price. Yeah, there's an increase in price. And, like, the older ones that aren't as good, people might still purchase and reuse to this day. Like, and then it's, like, he, he goes off on this thing where it's, like, as things get better, prices go up. Everybody does better. You know, competition is good for your mental health kind of deal. There's always people that are going to sideline the community and kind of make, like, the bargain barrel, bottom, bottom shitty stuff. I think the comparison he used was like the mixer that they were talking into, the one that their mics and headphones were hooked up to. And he looks at it and he goes, you know, like, this is a nice mixer, but if somebody made a super cheap one that broke all the freaking time, would you still, like, would you still use it? And he goes, no, I'd probably throw it away. And he's like, exactly. Imagine all the cheap shit. And like, this is my, this is my take on this. Imagine all the cheap shit in the world, all that dollar store toys, all that bunk-ass merch that you found collected, and it just is all sitting in a landfill right now. Every, like, toy from your childhood that was, like, a, a cheap-ass toy that broke, you know, every every set of, like, 99-cent store fucking Lego parts that sometimes don't even have all the pieces in the box... Every stack of, like, really, really... This is kind of sad. But every stack of, like, really old manga that some kid collected and then, you know, moved out to college and it got thrown away, hopefully recycled. But the cheaper quality stuff always gets disposed of. It doesn't get, like, used for an extended period of time, which causes buildup of trash, buildup of landfills. It's just a waste. It's a waste of the technology and it's a waste of people's time. And it causes these huge, like, crutches in the market where, like, there's... Now there's a market for, like, cheap bargain products, but you're having to go back and buy a new one every five or six months, when if you had bought that really good, slightly more expensive product that you know would have worked for your needs, 
you wouldn't be having to go away and like throw away an entirely like an entire piece of equipment every so many months and buy a new one. It's just facts. It's just what it is. Like I'm gonna move on from that. So, anyways, yeah. Back on the be careful what you feed your plants. Give them like. Okay, it says here it's also a good idea to stick to base element nutrients as opposed to mixed ones. You can buy different base elements and mix them by yourself. That way you give your plants exactly what they need. Good idea. And we'll just go ahead and go to number seven. Water quality matters a lot. All water is not the same because of the quantity and types of dissolved solids in it. These dissolved solids can adversely affect the plant depending on what they are. Domestic water is a definite no-no because of the chlorine and fluoride used to treat the water. These chemicals won't kill your plants, but you won't get the best results either. If you really want the best from your plants, then invest in a filtration or reverse osmosis system. Oh, okay. All right, cool. And then that says, like, now it's up to you to implement these trips. Congratulations. You've completed the article. But on that note, water quality. I'm so thankful that I live in the place that I live in because all of our water is filtered. And, yeah, it does go through, like, the filtration process where they do add fluoride. And I think, like, I don't think they add so much chlorine out here because where I live in Palm Springs, all the water is already naturally filtered. We have underneath the valley what's called an aquifer. Aquifer. I can't talk. Aquifer is like the lotion shit that you put on fresh tattoos. But an aquifer is this giant layer of like water way, way down underneath the desert that like has like a rise and fall effect kind of thing. And you can literally like it's literally filtered through like hundreds of thousands of pounds of sand like. And the water that comes out of it, the water that comes out of the hot springs out in DHS and. You know, the water that's, like, even over here in Indio, like, flowing out in white water and shit. Like, that's all, like, super-duper clean filtered water. And, yeah, when it goes to the city, they do add and subtract things from it. But I, I believe that there's not that much chlorine in it because I've gone to other places and tasted the tap water. And you can literally, like, smell. It smells kind of like bleach. Like, I'm not going to lie. It has that faint after, like, after smell of... Congratulations, you just drink fucking bleach. But, like, you know, shit happens. And it shouldn't happen like that, but it does. There's there's better ways. I'm, I'm sure there's better ways at some point. But even, like, the sink in my kitchen has the main tap and then it has, like, a side tap. And this side tap, you turn the side tap on, and it has its own filter that you install underneath. And personally, like, the water that comes from there or the water that comes from, like, the actual drinking thing in my bathroom here, like... That water I would trust to water my plants with. That's what I do water my plants with. I don't really use tap water, but I'm also not going to go out and buy a fucking case of Fiji water to water my marijuana plants with for like two or three weeks before I have to go spend another like 60 bucks. Just kidding. It's not that much, but it is it is pricey. But again, you get what you pay for. And a lot of these waters do have pre-mixed and added nutrients. Like I'm drinking smart water right now. What does smart water add to their... What does smart water add to their, uh, their water? It's vapor distilled water and electrolytes for taste. Okay. But, like, where's the there's ingredients? Vapor, vapor still water, calcium chloride, magnesium chloride, and potassium bicarbonate, electrolyte sources, and electrolytes added for taste. So it's water, calcium chloride, magnesium chloride, potassium bicarbonate. If you know what those are, somebody, like, tell me. Go comment on an Instagram post. Like, Sorry, sniffles. Still got a little bit of allergies going on. Like, let me know exactly what that means. Like, the scientific terms. Because I am by no means a chemist. (sighs) 
But I do know for a fact that, like, when I was growing, like, a vegetable garden at one point when I had my place out in Riverside with a buddy of mine, like, I would go out and water this garden constantly. And there was, like, wild herbs growing in the backyard, too. And we had even had, like, an apple tree planted. Never got to the point that I got an apple off of it. Would have been really nice. But, like, I used to go out and water all the flowers and stuff that were growing out back all the time. Like, I would go, like, pull all the weeds out and stuff. Like, we would go cut the grass in the backyard, like, every couple of, like, weeks because it would grow, like, super, like, fast. But it would always grow, like, crazy fast between, like, the slabs of concrete. To the point that it got to the point that we would, like, lift the bricks and, like, yank them out. My buddy used to do that because he was, like, into the outside stuff. And I just kind of, like, I, I had a day job, so it's, like... I mean, he was a student, so buddy, kudos to you. Like, good job for going to school. I'm still proud of you, man. But, like, we can both admit that you have OCD. And if you're watching this, bro, like, I'm sorry, but we can be real with it. Like, messes bother you. Messes bother me. Clutter, like we've talked about, is one thing. But actual mess and dirtiness is another. Don't know what that has to do with water quality of mar- that you're giving your marijuana. But, yeah, if you're going to grow your own, guys, go check out some articles online. Read into it a bit. Do your research. Make sure you have, like, the ability at first to grow. And again, above all, disclaimer, I am not reading you this article to teach you how to grow weed. I am doing this just purely for entertainment because you've entertained the thought of growing weed. Or if you you live in a state where it's legal and you're of legal age to consume and possess, then by all means, get into it. Like, be about it. Do it. Try something. Like... But please, only if it's completely, completely legal wherever you are and whatever age you're at. That's about all I got tonight, guys. But anyways, enjoy your wake and bake session. It is now 4.14 a.m. I'm going to turn the music up for a minute here, and we're just going to kind of close it off. Later, everybody. Enjoy your day. <laughs>